welcome to episode number 306 of Sleep Whispers. Tonight, you'll hear a special storytime episode featuring Winnie the Pooh, part 3, Woozle Surprise, and Eeyore Loses His Tail. I'm Harris. And I hope this podcast helps to tranquilize those restless squirrels in your brain so you can relax and fall asleep. If you would like to enter my new giveaway to win one year of free access to the Slumber One mobile app, which is an app that will help you to sleep better, then just use the link in the episode notes, or visit silkpodcasts.com. There is also a link to try free access to over 400 more of my sleep-inducing episodes. So, tonight's story is part three of my whispered adaptation of Winnie the Pooh by A.A. Milne. In part two, I finish with Pooh and Piglet chasing some woozles. So now you'll get to hear the rest of that woozle hunting mission. And then poor Eeyore loses his tail, which sends Pooh on another mission. A special note for Silk members. In the near future, I'm going to stitch multiple episodes together to create two hour Big Batch bonus episodes of Winnie the Pooh. So, stay tuned for those goodies. I hope tonight's story distracts your squirrels, calms your mind, and helps you to fall asleep. Now, are you looking for another helpful way to fall asleep? If so, try the Slumber One mobile app, the sponsor of this episode. Slumber One is a clinical program developed at Harvard with top sleep experts. They've already helped over 80% of their users get better sleep permanently. I've been using this app, and it is like a Swiss army knife for personalized sleep improvement. One of the many great functions is that it is helping me to set sleep goals and to track my sleep. It even allows me to select a sleep coach, which helps to keep me accountable. (laughs) You can explore this great sleep app right now. Just visit www.slumber.com one backslash silk 
assessment and a personalized sleep report. That's www.slumber.one backslash S-I-L-K. For your convenience, I'll put that special link in the episode notes. Alright, time for tonight's Curious Tale. Tonight's story is Winnie the Pooh, Part 3, Woozle Surprise, and Eeyore Loses His Tail. Round and round the small batch of trees, Pooh and Piglet continued to follow the two sets of tracks. They were confident that these were the tracks of Woozles. Suddenly, Pooh stopped and pointed with excitement in front of him. Look! What? said Piglet with a jump. Then, to show that he hadn't been frightened, Piglet decided to jump up and down once or twice more to pretend he was just exercising. The tracks, said Boo. A third animal has joined the other two. Oh, Pooh, cried Piglet. Do you think it's another woozle? No, said Pooh, because it makes different marks. It is either two woozles and a whistle, or two whistles and a woozle. Let's continue to follow them. So they went on, feeling just a little more anxious now. They still didn't know if these three animals were of hostile intent. Piglet wished very much that his grandfather, T.W., was there instead of being elsewhere. Pooh thought how nice it would be if they bumped into Christopher Robin suddenly. But then Winnie the Pooh stopped again and licked the tip of his nose in a cooling manner. Pooh was feeling more hot and anxious than ever in his life before. There were now animals in front of them. Do you see, Piglet? Look at their tracks. This could now be three whistles and a whistle, or three whistles and a whistle, or maybe two whistles and two whistles. There's even a chance of it being 
four whistles or four whistles. The possibilities filled their brains with confusion and stress. There were the tracks crossing over each other here and getting muddled up with each other there. But, quite plainly, there were four sets of paw tracks. Piglet licked the tip of his nose, too, but found that it brought very little comfort. I think, said Piglet, I think that I've just remembered something. I've just remembered something that I forgot to do yesterday, and I really can't do it tomorrow. So, I suppose I really ought to go back and do it right now. Piglet concluded. Don't worry, Piglet. We'll do it this afternoon, and I'll come with you said Pooh. Oh, it isn't the sort of thing you can do in the afternoon, said Piglet quickly. It's a very particular morning thing that has to be done in the morning. In fact, it must be done between the hours of. What would you say the time is right now? About twelve, said Winnie the Pooh, looking at the sun. As I was saying, it must be done between the hours of twelve and twelve-five. So, really, dear old Pooh, if you'll excuse me. Oh, what's that? said Piglet, hearing a strange whistle. Piglet furrowed his brow, and said, That doesn't sound like a safe sound. Pooh looked up at the sky and heard the whistle again. Pooh looked into the branches of a big oak tree and saw a friend of his. It's Christopher Robin, he said. Ah, then, you'll be all right, said Piglet. You'll be quite safe with him. Goodbye. Piglet trotted off to home as quickly as he could, very glad to be out of all danger again. Christopher Robin came slowly down his tree. Silly old bear, he said. What were you doing? I've been watching you. First, you went around the clump of trees, twice by yourself. Then Piglet ran after you, and you went around again together. And then you were just going around a fourth time. Wait a moment said Winnie the Pooh, holding up his paw. Pooh sat down and thought 
in the most thoughtful way you could think. Think, 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 he said quietly to himself, pondering the paw tracks on the ground. Then he put his own paw into one of the tracks. It was a perfect fit. He then scratched his nose twice and stood up. Yes, said Winnie the Pooh. I see now. Those are my paw tracks. Oh, bother. I've been tracking myself. I'm so foolish and deluded. I'm a bear of no brain at all. You're the best bear in all the world, said Christopher Robin soothingly. I am, said Pooh, hopefully. He brightened up suddenly. Anyhow, Pooh said, it is nearly lunchtime, and that means it is now time to fill my empty tummy. So Pooh went home and forgot all about silly whistles and silly whistles. It is now time for you to meet Eeyore, the old gray donkey. Eeyore was currently standing by himself in a thistly corner of the forest. His front feet were well apart. His head drooped over on one side, and he thought about things. Sometimes he thought sadly to himself, Why? Sometimes he thought, Wherefore? Sometimes he thought, Inasmuch as which? And sometimes he didn't quite know what he was thinking about. So when Winnie the Pooh came stumping along, Eeyore was very glad to be able to stop thinking for a little. Eeyore was even able to muster a How do you do? in his typical gloomy manner. And how are you? said Winnie the Pooh. Eeyore shook his head from side to side. I'm not very how, he said. I don't seem to have felt at all how for a long time. Dear, dear, said Pooh. I'm sorry about that. Let's have a look at you. Eeyore stood there, gazing sadly at the ground.
slopes filled with yellow and purple flowers. He trekked over rocky beds of streams, and he trekked up steep banks of sandstone into fields of flowers again. At last, tired and hungry, he arrived at his destination, the hundred-acre wood, for it was in the hundred-acre wood that owl lived. If anyone knows anything about anything and something about something, then it's owl, said Pooh, or my name's not Winnie the Pooh, which it is. So there you are, Pooh concluded. Owl lived at the chestnuts, an old world residence of great charm. The chestnuts was grander than anybody else's home, or seemed so to bear, because it had both a door knocker and a bell pull. Underneath the knocker, there was a notice which said, Please ring if an answer is required. Underneath the bell pull, there was a notice which said, Please knock if an answer is not required. These notices had been written by Christopher Robin, who was the only one in the forest who could spell well. Although Owl was wise in many ways, he was only able to read and write some words. Strangely, Owl spelled his own name, W-O-L. Owl would go to pieces if he had to spell delicate words like measles and buttered toast. Winnie the Pooh read the two notices very carefully. First, from left to right. Then, in case he had missed some of it, from right to left. He wasn't really sure that he understood the instructions on how to use the knocker or the bell pull. So, to be quite sure, he knocked and pulled on the knocker, and then he pulled and knocked on the bell rope. After that, he called out in a very loud voice, Owl, I require an answer. This is Bear speaking. The door suddenly opened, and 
Owl looked out. Hello, Pooh, he said. How are things? Things are terrible and sad, said Pooh. Because Eeyore, who is a friend of mine, has lost his tail. He's moping about it. So, could you, very kindly, tell me how to find it for him? Well, said Owl, the customary procedure in such cases is as follows. Pooh looked very confused. What does crust of money proceed cake mean? said Pooh. I'm a bear of very little brain, and long words bother me. Owl smiled and said, It simply means the thing to do. Oh, as long as it means that, then I don't mind, said Pooh. Owl continued, the thing to do is as follows. First issue our reward. Then Pooh's eyes suddenly went wide. Just a moment, said Pooh, holding up his paw. I didn't understand you. You sneezed, just as you were going to tell me. I didn't sneeze, said Owl. Uh, yes, you did. I heard you, said Pooh. Excuse me, Pooh. I didn't. You can't sneeze without knowing it. Well, you can't know it without something having been sneezed, replied Pooh. Owl was confused continued on. What I said was, first issue a reward. There, you just sneezed again, said Pooh. Owl now understood what was confusing Pooh. Pooh thought first issue was a sneeze sound. Owl just continued on using different words. Step one is to offer a reward. We write a notice to say that we will give a large something to anybody who finds your tale. Ah, I see. I see, said Pooh, nodding his head. Talking about large somethings, Pooh went on in a dreamy voice. I generally have a small something in my dummy right about now. A small something at about this time in the morning. Pooh looked wistfully at the cupboard in the corner of Owl's kitchen. 
with desire and said, Just a mouthful of condensed milk or whatnot, with perhaps a lick of honey. Owl just ignored Pooh and continued on. We need to write out this notice of reward and put it up all over the forest. Pooh ignored Owl and continued on. A lick of honey would be quite the delightful treat right about now. Noticed that Owl didn't seem to be moving towards the cupboard. Or, I guess not, as the case may be, Pooh mumbled in disappointment. He gave a deep sigh and tried very hard to listen to what Owl was saying. Owl went on and on, using longer and longer words, until at last he came back to where he started. Owl finally explained that the person to write out this notice was Christopher Robin. It was he who wrote the ones on my front door for me. Did you see them, Pooh? For some time, Pooh had just been saying yes and no in turn, with his eyes shut to everything that Owl was saying. Having said yes, yes last time, Pooh now said no, no this time, without really knowing what Owl was talking about. You didn't see them, said Owl, a little surprised. Come and look at them now. They went outside, and Pooh looked at the knocker and the notice below it. He looked at the bell rope and the notice below it. Pooh then stared at the bell rope. The more he looked at the bell rope, the more he felt that he had seen something like it somewhere else, sometime before. Handsome bell rope, isn't it? said Owl. Pooh nodded and said, It reminds me of something, but I can't. Think what? Where'd you get it? I found it in the forest. It was hanging over a bush. I thought at first somebody lived in the bush, so I pulled on it, and nothing happened, except that it came off the bush. Owl continued. Nobody seemed to want it, so... I just took it home. Owl, said Pooh, you made a mistake. 
somebody did want it. Who, Owl said, as an owl often does. Pooh looked at Owl and replied, Eeyore, my dear friend Eeyore, he was fond of it. Fond of it, Owl replied with confusion. Attached to it, you might say, said Pooh. Owl finally understood. Pooh unhooked the bell pole and carried it back to Eeyore. Christopher Robin attached the tail back onto Eeyore. Eeyore then frisked about the forest, waving his tail with happiness. It was a rare moment of joy for the gray old donkey. This is the end of part three of Winnie the Pooh. Stay tuned for part four in an upcoming episode. If you'd like to listen to many more Storytime episodes right now, then peek in the episode notes or visit SoakPodcasts.com Or perhaps you are now ready to fall deeply asleep.